Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds podcast once again. This is episode number 217, entitled Get Your WordPress Tasks in Order with Docket WP. It was published on Thursday the 18th of February 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley and a couple of housekeeping things before we begin. I would love it if you subscribe to the content that we produce each week in the WordPress space. It's mainly audio and video, but you can do that by going to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. That's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Over on that page, you'll be able to join our newsletter so that we can keep you alerted of the content that we produce. But also there's a deals newsletter. If we hear about a deal, we'll ping you about that. There's our Facebook group of over 2,800 very, very friendly WordPressers. And there's the YouTube channel and various other things like our Twitter feed. So that's forward slash subscribe. If you would like to be kept up to date with the latest deals in WordPress, we have a deals page. It's over at wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And we've got a whole bunch of coupon codes for notable WordPress products. So if you're in the market for something this week, check that page out, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And finally, if you would like to advertise on the WP Builds podcast, let's say you've got a WordPress product or service and you would like to put it in front of a WordPress specific audience. Well, you can do that over at wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. A bit like AB split test have done. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay. As I said at the top of the show, episode 217 is called Get Your WordPress Tasks in Order with Docket WP. And today I'm happy to be interviewing on the podcast Andre Gagnon and Kyle Van Dusen, who are the founders of Docket WP. Well, what is it? Docket WP is a to-do list or a task list which stays in your WordPress admin area. Now, unlike a SaaS app, it allows you to do collaboration, but just on WordPress-specific tasks. So you click the button, your tasks are synced to the cloud. That means that each and every time you start a WordPress install, you can have a oven-baked boilerplate set of tasks ready to go. You can share them with your team and you can even download task lists from industry experts in areas like SEO and tasks for care plans. It's a really interesting product. It's the sort of thing that you might overlook unless you find out exactly how it works, what it's for, and how useful and time-saving it can be. Well, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the WP Builds podcast. I am joined today by some very familiar faces. These people, if you've been in the WordPress space for any length of time, you will know both of their names. They do very different things until very recently when they joined forces on the product that we're going to discuss today. So I'd like to welcome them one at a time. Firstly, Kyle Van Dusen from the Admin Bar. Hello. Hello, Nathan. It is awesome to be on here with you again. Yeah, it really is very nice to have you. Thank you. And secondly, Andre Gagnon, um, probably best known for Project Huddle. How are you doing, Andre? I'm great. And you can still 
say my name right. That's pretty impressive after all these years. <laughs> I have actually said your name probably a hundred or more times during, <laughs> during my podcast episodes and news bulletins and things. We uh, we talk about Project Huddle quite a lot. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that I can get it right. But we're not here to talk about Project Huddle, although it does lend a certain credibility to the product that we are going to discuss. When we, when we talk about new products, very often it's hard to gauge. Um, the backstory, it's hard to gauge whether you can trust something. And I think we can just put all of that on the shelf for now, because if you followed Andre's development in the past, you'll know about Project Huddle and the the fact that it's been well-developed, well-maintained, well-supported, updated all the time, and so on and so forth. So it, often I get into that whole, how can we trust you conversation, but I'm just going to skirt that or push that all to one side. Today, we're here to talk about uh, WP Docket or Docket WP. Now, I've written it down as WP Docket, but on your website, I see it's Docket WP. Is that right? Which way is it? Which one do you think's right? Your your handwritten notes or our website? I'm going to go for you your guess. website. I'm going for <laughs> Docket WP. Good. You got it. Yeah, nice. Okay, so first up, what is it? Very basic question, but what is Docket WP? Why would we want to have this plugin in our lives? Yeah, so uh, really what Docket WP is, is a more of a SaaS solution. It's more of a software uh, that has a WordPress plugin that allows you to connect into it. And what you can do inside Docket is quickly and easily create and manage lists. Uh, specifically, it's being used for process lists from right inside of your WordPress dashboard, where you can follow along doing things like uh, website launches or doing maintenance or optimizing blog posts. And you have a checklist that you can use right inside of your WordPress dashboard so you don't have to bounce back and forth uh, into third-party uh, project management softwares. You can kind of do it all in one place. Is it? Are you aiming this as a fairly sort of stripped-down version of project management? I mean, when you say those words, I'm immediately thinking of fairly complicated, heavy-to-use menus within menus and, and so on, you know, difficult to learn uh structures i'm guessing this is something a bit different from everything i've seen on your website you've just taken all of that croft out and just kept it real simple yeah so i mean i guess going into a little bit of the backstory of why this started um or, or why we started working on this project would would kind of help explain that a little bit but basically i have a a love hate relationship with project management tools <laughs> i love them i'm fascinated by them i think they're really really neat but in the end every project management tool i've picked up i've ended up abandoning because i feel like i spend my entire day managing a project management tool uh which you know, when you're when you have a solo agency like mine, uh, I, I don't have time to spend. I don't have a project manager that can spend their day inside of a project management tool, uh, clicking a bunch of buttons and assigning things. So, so part of the reason, uh, you know, I started talking with Andre in the beginning about this project was um, just needing a really simple way to have some process checklists within my WordPress admin dashboard that I could access uh, from, from basically any install. And with the click of a button, be able to pull those up and run through processes, make sure I'm not forgetting things or skipping things, but without having to jump back and forth. So it's not really a project management tool per se, as in uh, all the features you would find inside of a big project management tool, uh, but it does have some crossover uh, kind of with those things because you can create you know, to-do lists and things like that from within inside the software. 
Okay. Okay. I, I want to stay on the sort of the human side of it and talk more about the interface and all that a little bit later. So you you highlighted on the fact that well, it sounds to me like Kyle approached uh, Andre. Uh, maybe Andre, take it from here. What? Right. What? How did it? How did it go? I mean, how did you two right, think, get in? Get involved with one another? Right. I think. Um, well, I've known Kyle for quite a bit, and we've just been sort of internet buddies for a while. Um, but I think Kyle messaged me sort of frustrated one day that he forgot to uncheck uh, disallow search engines from one of his sites that he launched. I don't know if you remember that, Kyle, or if that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell but, anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, which client? Oh, I just told everybody, yeah. <laughs> We've all done stuff like that where, yeah. I don't know, me, when I was freelancing especially, you don't follow processes because it's just you and you think, oh, I, I have it all in my head. I've been doing this for a decade. Um, I don't need to follow lists. And then you end up doing something dumb like that that costs potentially a lot of money. So uh, when Kyle approached me with the idea of just making something super simple that was for people that work in WordPress, you know, you don't have to do any context switching and open up a different app and learn how to use that. It was just all right in the interface. And um, you could keep track of things and make sure that you don't make those, those silly mistakes that, you know, you still make even after a decade. So it's about taking sort of standard operating procedures, things which you do time and again, but are likely to forget one of the steps and putting it into some maybe chronological order or something like that so that you can tick them off one at a time. The usual stuff that you want to achieve in a website build, be that SEO related or perhaps related to, I don't know, actually building the WordPress website or doing the install or whatever it might be. Yeah, that's right. that's, that's absolutely Go ahead, it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we have this jumping over each other problem when there's more of us, huh? Uh, so, so yeah, that's exactly it. Um, we can uh, within the system you can create basically a list library. So when you log into your account from any WordPress install, you have your library of lists you can pull in. So if you had something for you know uh, launching a website or optimizing a blog post, whatever it may be, uh, from any install you log in, you can pull in that list from your library, uh, create lists and save them to your library things like that so you know exactly exactly what you were saying on that point um it's really was designed for having standard operating procedures in mind and being able to pull those in really easily without having to switch back and forth between different apps so the the obvious question i suppose which andre has touched on which i guess people are going to ask whether they're asking it out loud or in their head is what's the difference between this say and a an, an Android app or a, or a Mac-based app that, that purports to do the same thing. I'm a, I'm a heavy user of Todoist, or at least I have been in the past. For some reason, it's kind of gone off my radar a little bit, and I check in with it a bit less. But, but it does, I think, many of the same things. So aside from the fact that it's in WordPress, is there anything that it sort of brings to the table that you think is uh, superior or different, or is that its main USP, the fact that it's all there, one click in WordPress, where you're already sitting anyway? Yeah, for me, that that was exactly why we started working on this project was to not have to switch in, yeah. in between different programs. So I do have, uh, I used to do this myself. I know Andre uses it uh, as well. In fact, he's the one that, that uh, got me onto that. But, uh, you know, part of this problem is how much time you spend going back and forth between different things. So for me, you know, like Andre was talking about, um, 
you think, well, I can do this. You know, I've done this a hundred times. And the excuse is, oh, I don't want to go open that up and pull up that app or pull up that website and go, you know, so it's kind of that barrier. So you end up just doing things from memory because you don't want to take the extra steps. So we, we have, we are working on, I mean, obviously this plugin is young. Uh, we launched a few months ago, so we are working on different features that, that kind of, uh, make it, more useful than just being inside the uh, the WordPress install. Things like being able to share lists uh, with a single sign-on system uh, with your clients. So if you had a list of things you needed them to do, uh, if they have a WordPress uh, u- uh, user role or log into their WordPress site, you can automatically share list with them. So one of the problems I've had working with clients is uh, you know, it's really hard to try to teach them another project management system for, you oh, know, yeah. getting a project done. Yeah. So I just don't. Uh, but with this, because it's a single sign on system, uh, basically you can tell them to just log in and click the button, uh, up in their admin bar and the list will be right there for them. So we're working on some things like that to just make it more native to that experience where you're not having to, uh, get outside of that too much. Okay. So, oh, sorry, Andre, please carry just- on. Yeah, no problem. I, I think maybe going beyond that a little bit, um, you know, when you look at uh, apps like Todoist or other project management tools, they're sort of like a jack of all trades, master of none. They sort of do everything that you'd ever want them to do, but not really in a great way. Um, I think one of the benefits of Docket is when you pull up a new website for a client, you can load your list into it right away from your cloud library. It makes it really easy to duplicate processes and go through them versus using something like uh, Todoist where you'd have to find a way to clone a list, right. and which I'm not even sure is possible. Right. Um, you know, and make sure that you're looking at the right list for the right website and you're not checking off the wrong list for the wrong project and all sorts of messy things like that just kind of makes it simple and so you don't have to think about project management. You can sort of just get the job done. Do you know, that's interesting. I hadn't really drawn that analogy, but if now that I think about it, Todoist is basically there for my entire life, very little of which repeats itself. You know, I'm just, you know, I've got to take the, the, the trash out. That kind of stuff repeats itself. But all the take the car to the garage when it breaks down, that kind of stuff is just happening on a one-off basis. Whereas this, it occurs to me, is the kind of thing that you install and, a significant amount of what you're doing is exactly the same as the last time you did it. So it's a kind of rinse and repeat plugin that allows you to save away all those different little lists, put them somewhere. Whereas the Todoist Android app in my case is just about the stuff that I need to do and then delete it and it'll probably never crop up again. It's about getting that gift for the person that you've got to get a gift for and blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Okay, so the next thing on a podcast, very difficult to to sort of visualize what this actually looks like, but I think that's pretty important. A lot of people listening to this probably driving the car or something like that want to paint a picture of how it works. I've seen the video, so I, I have a, a deep understanding of what it how it works and so on, but I'm wondering if you can describe it. Maybe uh, Kyle or Andre, I don't know which one wants to take this, but from the moment you've installed it, how does it look? Where are the buttons? How does it how does how do you achieve things? Um, are you using a mouse? Are you using keystrokes? It's, um, is it something which is invasive? Can you get it out of the way? Can you shrink it? Can you attach it? Can you make it pop up and disappear? All of that kind of stuff. Well, I would say, Andre, you would be the man to answer this. Since, uh, <laughs> you, you're the chief architect. Nice. Right. Oh, I am. Oh, I didn't even know that. He's <laughs> got the title right now. Um, yeah, I guess our, our whole philosophy with this is, uh, 
you know, we don't want it to be intrusive. We want it to be sort of out of the way, but always available. So the moment you install it, the only thing you'll notice that's different is there's an extra button in your admin bar uh, right next to your name in the upper right-hand corner. And um, if you ever need to access your list, it's all from that one button. So if you um, click that, it opens up sort of like a pop-up that shows all the tasks and all the lists and everything, all the interface right there. Um, so it's not cluttering up the admin interface, um, you know, and it's there in the front and back end of the site. So you don't need to constantly go back to the back end to check off lists or anything like that. Uh, and we also have some cool keystrokes, too. If you're more tech savvy, you can click uh, control uh, backslash or command backslash, and that just makes it pop up and disappear. So you can get super fast if you want to. But, of course, everything's accessible uh, through a, just, just using your mouse. And is is then is the is it something that you can sort of like latch onto the side? You know, like we might have with a page builder or something like that, where all of the controls are locked to the side and everything kind of moves out the way. Can you do that kind of stuff? In other words, can you carry on working in WordPress whilst the to do list is kind of hovering over the top? Right. We don't. So we we thought about this one for a while. We thought you know about possibly docking it. Um, but I think the idea is we wanted to make it simple and, and non-cluttery. So um, we wanted to just make it as easy as possible to show and hide it, even with that short key or just clicking a button. Um, so we don't have the ability to have it over the top of what you're doing. So you can sort of summon it in an instant when you want and dismiss it in an instant when you don't want it. Right. And uh, just through user feedback and us using it ourselves, we found that, that to be sort of the best way to go about it. Okay, so it pops up. You interact with it. You press the button again, and it disappears. So how do how do you interact with it? Um, is it a basically a text based tool? Can you upload images if there's something you wanted to show to a client, for example? Can you screenshot things and dump those in, or are we are we just ticking ticking things that are text based and making them go into a done column, if you like? Right. I mean, at its simplest level, it's a it's a task management tool. So there's, you know, when you open it up, you'll see. You can add new tasks and check them off just like you would on any other project management platform. There's also, um, you know, you can add notes to tasks and add all sorts of formatting and links and stuff. So for an example, if you ha if you share a list with a client and you want to add some more information about a task, you can even link to your own knowledge base articles or videos or, or whatever you'd want to do to sort of provide more context. Um, and then, we, you know, you can also, uh, I think Kyle mentioned this, you can assign people to the lists. Um, you have a, a, a list library. So it's the, the interface itself where we, we're not trying to do anything new. In fact, that was sort of our, the opposite of what we wanted to do. We wanted to make it as familiar as possible so that people knew how to use it the moment they opened it. Okay, got it. Um, you mentioned kind of aspects of teamwork or at least the relationship of uh, surfacing tasks to clients. How does that work? I mean, can you, for example, um, set up a task list and assign it to a particular user role or a particular user? Is there a team capability in this? In other words, if there's like, I don't know, 12 people in my agency, we can all synchronize tasks with one another. Any of those kind of features? Or is it just like a, a solo individual, solopreneur type, type plugin? 
So we, uh, as far as adding people like collaborators to the list, um, you can add anybody on an individual user basis if they have a uh, account inside inside of that WordPress install. So, uh, you know, that could be a, a client or it could be a team member or a subcontractor. So if you were bringing in, let's say, a VA to help you with some things, uh, if they had a login on that website, you could assign tasks to them regardless if they have an account with Docket or anything like that. So mm. it makes it fairly easy to be able to to collaborate on those lists now as far as like real uh team features if you're if you're talking about you know a big agency um we do have a lot of different thoughts on how all of this can be implemented and and part of what we've tried to do this entire time is um you know uh iterate on everything right and get feedback and all this and and really what we found to this point so far is for really big agencies or, you know, not even really big, but for bigger agencies, a lot of them have so many hard systems already to, in place mm -hmm. with big project management tools that this doesn't seem like it's the right solution for them in all those cases. So where we're really finding where the people are having the most, uh, <clears throat> the most luck with this plugin and getting the most use out of it are just smaller agencies. Right. So we haven't built in all those kind of team features at this point. Um, mm -hmm. and, and kind of going back to when we were talking about, um, the interface and what it looks like and, and docking it and all these kinds of things, you know, uh, almost every conversation me and Andre have about uh, a new feature is, him and I going back and forth for uh, sometimes hours, sometimes days, sometimes weeks on how can we make this more simple? Like, how can we make this uh, stripped down to the point where it's just the essential part? Because nice. so many of those things are just like bells and whistles that get in the way of actually getting things done. And, and there's a lot of project management systems where I've I've stopped using them because I feel like I have to jump through too many hoops to just do what I need to. So a lot of this is really based around uh, how can we do this as simple as possible for people? Got it. Thank you. The I'm, I'm interested to know where the data resides. That is to say, let's say that for, for reasons unknown to me, I might like to put some telephone numbers or email addresses into some of these to do things, you know, call up John and uh, get his get his take on the SEO might be one. And here's John's telephone number. Um, where's the data going? In other words, when I click save, I don't even know if I need to click save. Let's say that I, I do. Um, where, where is it living? Because I, I noticed that you've got the capability of sort of syncing things back to your cloud such that if I start a new install, I can pre-download all the lists that I might need for that particular WordPress install. So uh, just a sort of privacy related question, really. Where's all this data going? Is it staying in the database? Is a proportion of it going up to your server and so on? Right. Good question. That's, I think Kyle and I are, are um, we really don't like cluttering up a website database with non-website things. Oh, yes. So Good. nothing is saved to your, to your WordPress site except for a project ID just to keep track of that website but there's no tasks or anything saved there all that stuff is uh, stored securely on the google cloud platform uh, so they're google servers so they're um, you know safe and secure and redundantly backed up that being said though we do have um, some features that allow you to work offline in case you're like i don't know in a subway or something and you lose connection you can still work on your task list you know on a local install let's say and it will save some of these things in your browser and sync them later so um, you know, adding phone numbers and emails is perfectly fine, but I wouldn't uh, suggest storing passwords or anything. No. <laughs> uh, and I, we do mention that you probably shouldn't be doing that anyway yeah. on any app uh, in clear text like that. But um, uh, but yeah, 
that's uh, that's sort of how it works under the hood. Okay, so it is it is basically backing up uh, synchronously. It's it's happening as as I type things in more or less immediately. That will be backed up. So as an example, if I was sitting on this computer over here and I created a task list, I could go to that computer over there and on a completely different website, I could download it more or less instantaneously. Right. Before right, you all, got from it, one computer to the other, probably. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't know quite right. how I'd manage that. Well, that Nathan's would... pretty fast, though. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got you very good at moving between chairs. Now, that's really interesting. So the one of the things that I could, could see myself using this for is just sort of breaking my workload up into little chunks, like the SEO chunk. Here's a, here's a bunch of stuff I want to do for SEO. Here's a bunch of stuff I want to do for setting up a website. And I noticed that you, you've taken that message really on board, and you've, you've actually got some some expertise outside of your you, the two of you on board to to make lists in advance so that you've got an SEO expert, um, Pete Everett, and you've got some more things coming down the pipe. Tell us about that because that seems like a really nice project. In other words, if you get the plugin, you don't just get your own task list or the capability to create lists, which frankly could be a bit boring and uninteresting. You could get an expert's take on SEO with presumably the click of a button. Yeah, exactly. So so that was kind of the thought process behind part of this was one of the reasons I, I think when you start thinking about processes, you realize how beneficial having things written down and a system a system a systematized way of doing things can make you more profitable. It makes you make fewer mistakes. Uh, it makes you be able to delegate things really effectively because you have a system for how all these things work. Uh, but where a lot of people, especially people who are newer to the business or, um, or a lot of people who are just solo and work from memory, like many of us do, um, is we're, we're not sure where to start with those processes or we don't have the confidence to say, okay, well, what I'm doing should be written down as the way to do it. Um, whether, you know, whether that's true or not, I think we kind of all have a little bit of that imposter syndrome mm. side of us too, you know? So what we ended up doing was creating some pre-built lists. So, uh, like you said, with your subscription, you get access to our, uh, official library, which has a bunch of done for you lists in there. And then the ability for you to create your own list library as well. So you can create your own from scratch and save them to your library. Uh, but the, the official lists that come with the, with the subscription, um, those can all be brought in, edited. You can save your own copy. I think that's really the point is it's a starting point for you. Mm -hmm. So you can go, okay, well, these are all the things that are being recommended. I do this a little bit differently or I do this in a different order. You can make all those changes that you need and then uh, save that to your own library and be able to pull in your your customized list on this. So uh, yeah, we've created several lists ourselves that are in there. Uh, inside of all of them, we give uh, lots of documentation. So if you were to um, if you were to sign up for a trial and use our uh, website launch checklist, uh, it would have, I think it's 28 different checks you need to go through in order to make sure your website's ready to be live on the internet. And each one of those steps has um, some notes in there that kind of give you a brief explanation of what, what this step means and link to entire articles that go you know more in depth on how to do all these things. So we're really trying to give you some tools to be able to execute these things uh, at a fairly efficient manner too. But like you said, we've partnered up with people like uh, Pete Everett or uh, Brian Jackson, um, Michael Killen, GoWP, uh, 
Christina Romero from WP Care Market, uh, quite a few different people that have provided some uh, process checklist kind of in their own area expertise. So you get to kind of onboard that into your system pretty easily as well. Yeah, I think that's a really nice feature, just kind of icing on the cake stuff. You know, it would be a, a great little plugin without that, but having that capability inside of it's really cool. The, the, the one thing about those pre-configured lists is if, if, if I created a list and handed it over to you, Carl, I can more or less guarantee that all of the shortcuts that I'd taken to write rubbish English just because I understood it would be would would make it an insurmountable task for you to understand it. So I'm guessing that, you know, the Pete Everett list and the Christine and Romero list, they're, they're more than just a list. It is some sort of explanation behind the steps inside the notes, perhaps something like that. Yeah, exactly. So um it, when you, like you said, it's kind of hard when we're not visually looking at it, but inside of uh, each, you you can have multiple lists inside your install. Uh, inside of each list, there's a really simple like a uh, checkbox and then the title of whatever that task is. Uh, but within each task, you can add notes to it. So uh, most of these uh, lists that you'll get with your subscription inside the notes area, they will give you some more context as to what to do. So if, uh, you know, for the launch checklist, for for instance, the first item in there is to set up your permalinks. Uh, so if you click uh, to expand that first checklist item, you would see a note that says permalinks, determine how your URLs are structured, and then it has a link that says how to set up permalinks. And if you click on that, it'll take you to a blog post that'll give you kind of all the big explanation. Uh, so, so the way it's kind of structured is you can kind of glance at all of these task titles uh, and for the most part, you'll probably know exactly what those mean. Um, but if you aren't sure about those things, you could go in and have that more context, which again is really good for if you're delegating things. Um, you know, the, the first time somebody uses one of these lists, they might need to go in and look at all those notes to make mm -hmm. sure they're doing it correctly. But as you reuse these lists over and over uh, and kind of optimize them and tweak them every time, you kind of get them to a point where they're they're serving as, you know, just your memory for making sure you don't forget anything without having to dive into right. a bunch of context yeah. on each one. The, the headline title is enough. You just sort of tick it off. The um the, the products like um, Todoist and what have you, you know, they, they kind of have these pricing tiers and they sort of stifle certain things that you can't do if you pay on this tier. And if you if you have uh, an additional tier, you can do extra things. That's just the SaaS model. Um, so that leads us nicely to pricing. How does it, how does it work? Are, are there any limitations on like, so for example, is there a free version? If 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 yes, how how limited is that? If there's a paid version, how many tiers are there, or is it just one price? Everybody gets everything, and so on. So whoever wants to take that one. Well, it, uh, it, since our uh, mantra with all of this and and kind of the the UI and UX of the whole thing is to keep it really simple, that's basically what we've done with the pricing as well. We don't have a free. Um, a, a free plugin or a completely free subscription with stripped down features or anything. It's it's pretty strictly a paid uh, premium product. Uh, we do offer a free seven day trial, so you can go on the website and sign up there and and have seven days to play with it and see if it's right for you or not. Uh, that will come with all the features. It just doesn't give you access to all of the pre built list inside of there during your trial, uh, just because some of the people we've partnered with and and uh, giving out some of that property before we have somebody on board is a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, but the the subscription is $68 for a year. Uh, there's only one single subscription level, so that gives you access to everything 
uh, in there. You can use it on as many websites as you want. You can nice. create as many lists as you want with as many tasks as you want and add as many collaborators as you want. Uh, so once you're in there, it's pretty much uh, limitless what, what you can do with it, but it is uh, pretty strictly a paid-for product. I'm going to get shot down in flames the moment I say these words, but I don't think I've ever heard of a plugin that costs something ending in an eight. Uh, that's that's really it. Always ends in a nine. Why is it always a nine? It's a nine or a seven, never an eight. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting price point, sixty-eight. Um, Pricing is very hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go with eight, eight, eight and a half. Go for sixty-eight point five. Anyway, moving on. One of the things that always crops up is okay. I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to put all my notes in there. I'm banking on this thing being around for a long time. So. Um, you don't have to answer too many questions about this. I don't want any financials or anything, but are you in this for the long haul? Is this a is this a side project that you're both interested in for now, or do you have a roadmap? That's essentially where this question's going. Yeah, we, we do have a roadmap, um, and we are in for the long haul. We, we're not big corporations, so what we end up doing, we put everything we have into. So... Um, as far as our roadmap, one of the big things we do want to get accomplished is uh, a dashboard so you can see all the tasks on all your websites, sort of like from one interface. Nice. And we're currently working on that, um, hoping we can uh, beta test it soon. Um, as far as, uh, you know, like toasting charges and stuff, that's that's something that, you know, that's how how we structure things it's it's not going to be an issue it's um i guess uh, Kyle do you want to maybe take this one i'm not really sure but the question Yeah i is- mean f- for me um you know uh neither one of us are are going anywhere anytime soon um it, but for me this is a this is a tool that I got extremely invested in because I needed to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've built this into my agency and, and, and I'm running my agency off of these processes. Um, you know, Andre has project huddle, which is a very successful, uh, a really well done, yeah. uh, software. Um, I have things going on as well. So this isn't our full-time focus necessarily, uh, but it's definitely something we're both invested in, uh, you know, pouring time and effort into, to make sure, you know, we make it the best we can be, but it's definitely not anything, uh, we're looking at, uh, of, of turning away from anytime soon, especially yeah. since we're, we're building our, uh, you know, I'm kind of building my agency into this as well. If, um, like I said at the top of the show, if you haven't heard of Kyle or Andre before, please do take a moment, go and uh, go and look, visit the admin bar, which is Kyle's kind of. Um, it's a bit like WP Builds in in many ways. There's podcast episodes and there's a Facebook group and so on. So you'll know that Kyle is embedded in the WordPress system. And also just go to, uh, well, Google Project Huddle. Uh, look at that. Look at the this stunning set of updates, the beautiful UI, the great work that Andre's done. And rest assured, I'm sure the answers to those questions were entirely, um, entirely um, meritorious. Right, one final question, if that's all right. Um, because again, this is the sort of thing that crops up all the time. What what if something were to lacking understanding of something? If we we install the plugin and we're confused by how something works, or something seems to be not working correctly and breaks down, how does the support work? How can we reach out and, and be be given an answer to a question we've got? Yeah, I mean, we have uh, dedicated support, which is both me and Kyle. Um, and one of the interesting things about doing something like this, because I've done plugins and themes in the past, is there's remarkably little support. And I'm not sure if that's because 
how we built it was maybe just easier to figure out. Um, and maybe the other part is that we're not relying on people's hosting. So mm. I know if you're familiar with, you know, WordPress, right. you install a plugin on 20 different hosts, it's going to behave differently with ours. Everything's in the cloud. So um, we don't have to worry about all those variables. Mm. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's remarkably little support compared to other products I've done. And mm. I think that's just a testament to, you know, Kyle's vision of trying to make it very simple and easy to use and, you know, just making sure that we test everything really well. Yeah. So have you got like, I noticed on the on the website, you've got like a chat widget and stuff. You've got a, presumably you're both in North America, so you're working kind of, I don't know, Monday to Friday, um, those kind of times and answering the chat support when you've got some time available. We're not talking like three or four minute turnaround, but within a couple of business days, I think is what most people expect these days, something like that. Yeah, so uh, full transparency, we use Help Scout, and yeah. we're both logged in there pretty uh, pretty regularly all day long. Um, I get up early, so usually uh, any question that I can answer, uh, the technical ones usually go to Andre, but uh, usually those questions are answered at four or five in the morning, my local time. So uh, I don't think anybody's had to wait a day or two for answers unless they unless they wrote on the weekend. But uh, inside the app itself, there's a little support button. Uh, you can click that. It automatically pulls up uh, the little Help Scout widget so you can you can send a request in right there. Uh, so it's pretty easy to request support. And like Andre said, we just we just don't have a ton of it, um, which is great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, have done all, a good all, product. <laughs> yeah, all, all that is pretty easily taken care of. Um, like I said, if, if there if they're fairly simple questions, I usually try to grab them. But the for the more technical stuff, uh, Andre has been the one that put all this together. He knows a lot more than I do. I know this <laughs> feeling. I, I know this exact feeling. I'll tell you more about that later. Um, so docketwp.com, if you are keen to, I don't know, bring a task list inside of your WordPress install, synchronize those lists to the cloud, you can get yourself a free trial. There's a great big blue button that says start free trial. Did you say it was seven days? Yes. Yeah. Seven day free trial over there and then $68 per year per install with, by the sounds of it, uh, limitations completely stripped out. It sounds like a really great product. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Carl, for joining us today. Much appreciated. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. It was lovely chatting to Andre and Kyle about their new project, Docket WP. Go to the WPBuilds.com website and search for episode 217. And there are links in the show notes where you can actually find Docket WP. It's an interesting product. It may be something, as I said at the top of the show, that you haven't really thought about. But the utility of it is really, really useful. The idea of having a to-do list just for WordPress tasks that you can sync with your team, download from the cloud, use in different instances, and also the fact that you can have task lists from industry experts in areas that you may not be an expert in yourself. Really a useful tool and uh, go and check it out. It's nice to see these two guys collaborating. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Tests in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress Block Editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. 
We will be back next week. I'll be having a discussion episode because each week we flip-flop between a discussion episode and an interview episode. And as today was an interview, next week will be a discussion. They're always done with my good friend David Wormsley. We're going through the A to Z or A to Z of WordPress and we're fairly early on, so there's plenty more left in that series. It's published at 1pm UK time, but Really, you can avoid all that nonsense by just heading over to your favourite podcast player and subscribing. Search for WP Builds. If you can't find it, go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe and there are links on those pages as well. Also, at 2pm UK time on a Monday, we do our This Week in WordPress live news. I'm joined each week by Paul Lacey and we discuss with some notable WordPress guests all of the different things that have been happening in the WordPress space. That can be found at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or in our Facebook group. Okay, I hope you have a good week. Stay safe. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say bye bye for now. <laughs>